Welcome back to the second part of our special two-part episode on finding and preventing asteroids from hitting Earth. In the first half, which you should totally watch first, we discuss the threat from asteroids and what observatories and surveys are actively searching for dangerous space rocks. But let's say that we do find an asteroid and we know with a high degree of certainty that it's going to smash into the Earth in the future. What can we do about it? What missions, techniques, and technologies do we have at our disposal? Before we get into these ideas, though, it's important to map out the problem so that you can understand why the solutions might not be as simple as you're hoping. First, anyone who's played Kerbal Space Program understands that traveling in space is all about orbits. It's not that a space rock is on a collision course with Earth, although there could be some on highly eccentric orbits. It's that Earth shares a region with hundreds of thousands of rocks known as near-Earth asteroids. Instead of a cosmic shooting gallery, imagine an asteroid racetrack where various objects are going around and around the sun in a cloud with the Earth. The Earth's gravity and their interactions with each other can cause their orbital trajectories to change. A previously safe asteroid could be jostled into a new orbit that could bring it into a collision course with Earth after many, many orbits into the future. Chaos reigns with these calculations, and beyond a number of orbits, it's hard to predict the future trajectories again, which is why we need to be constantly vigilant to the skies. The asteroids themselves aren't the same either. Some are that classic chunk of rock that you've seen the Millennium Falcon dodge, but many others are just a pile of rubble held together by mutual gravity. So let's imagine the various observatories and surveys that we discussed in the previous episode do turn up an asteroid with a high likelihood of crashing into the Earth. What can we do about it? Now, I know Bruce Willis movies have taught us all we need to know, but unfortunately, Armageddon has misled you on many levels. Again, it's not an asteroid that's on a collision course with Earth, it's that the orbits of Earth and a killer space rock could overlap in the future at the same time. That's an impact. And in order to avoid the impact, you need to change the orbit of the asteroid ever so slightly so that its orbit crosses the Earth's orbit at a time when Earth isn't there. Small changes make a big difference over time. If you've only got a few months of warning, then there isn't much that you can do. But if you have years or even decades to push an asteroid, you can make the slightest change to its trajectory and things will work out for us in the long run. Now, I'm gonna start with the more mainstream ideas first and then get into some of the stranger ones. The most commonly discussed idea is known as a kinetic impact. In other words, you smash something heavy and fast into the asteroid and the impact slightly changes its orbit. We actually have a lot of experience with this, including the Deep Impact spacecraft and NASA's L-Cross mission but these were designed to crash into their targets and kick up some debris so that astronomers could study them. The goal wasn't to completely change their orbits. There is a collaboration mission in the works between NASA and ESA called the Asteroid Impact and Deflection Assessment, which could send a spacecraft to the asteroid 65803 Didymos for a close encounter in 2022. The mission will consist of two spacecraft, a NASA-built impactor and ESA's orbiter. And if all goes well, the mission will launch in 2019, potentially visiting another asteroid on its way to Didymos. The impactor will smash into the asteroid, and then the orbiter will stick around and calculate the change in trajectory from the event. After this, we'll have a better idea if impactors are the right way to go. The other main route is known as a gravity tug. Instead of slamming into the asteroid in a single event, 
The gravity tug pulls slowly and steadily over a long period of time to gradually change an asteroid's trajectory. By positioning a massive spacecraft relatively close to the asteroid, they pull on each other with mutual gravity. The asteroid attracts the spacecraft and the spacecraft attracts the asteroid. By constantly firing a nuclear-powered ion thruster, the spacecraft would maintain a constant distance from the asteroid, and slowly but surely, the asteroid's trajectory would change. As part of NASA's asteroid exploration plans, there was a mission in the works called the Asteroid Redirection Mission, which would have tested out this technology with a solar-powered ion engine. Unfortunately, the asteroid initiative was canceled earlier this year, so we'll need to wait longer to find out if this is an effective way to move asteroids around. Now, I just talked about the more traditional ideas, and in a moment, I'm going to talk about some of the more extreme ideas proposed to shift asteroid trajectories. But first, I'd like to thank Quan Nguyen, Richard Chapman, Robert Wenzel, Pam Hyland, John Gallant, Bjorn Gonoro, and the rest of our 762 patrons for their generous support. If what we're doing you want to get in on the action, head over to patreon.com slash universe today. Now, we're going to get into the stranger ideas for pushing the asteroid out of the way. I'd like to give credit to Universe Today's senior editor, Nancy Atkinson, for collating these ideas in a story that we did earlier this year. And I'll put a link to her story in the description. The classic science fiction idea for dealing with asteroids is to blow them up with nuclear weapons. Turns out this isn't the best idea. For the rock and metal asteroids, you're going to have almost no effect on their mass. And for those rubble piles, you might even make things worse by breaking one asteroid into a collection of space rocks with the same trajectory. Now many places across the planet get an asteroid strike. But we've got a lot of nuclear warheads and we've got rockets capable of intercepting asteroids, so if we learn about a killer asteroid, this is probably the strategy the nations of the world would go with. There's another use for nukes though. Instead of impacting the asteroid directly, you explode your weapon relatively nearby, vaporizing a chunk of the asteroid's surface. This causes a slight thrust from the asteroid itself. Now this technique might even be more useful for comets, which are covered in volatile ice and gases. You can take this ablation idea, but do it more slowly, using lasers, of course. You send a laser-equipped spacecraft to the asteroid. It would use solar power to charge up its capacitors and then release the energy in a powerful laser blast that would vaporize some material on the surface of the asteroid. This would act like a tiny thruster on the asteroid, giving a slight kick. Instead of a laser, you could use a giant parabolic mirror in orbit around the asteroid, which would focus sunlight onto the surface of the rock, heating up material and acting like a thruster. Now the next idea is to just install thrusters on the asteroid. Stop the asteroid's rotation and then just fire your thrusters, ideally using fuel that you harvested from the asteroid. Break apart water into hydrogen and oxygen, which is a handy rocket fuel. Another set of ideas focuses on the fact that the sun is constantly pushing on everything in the solar system with its photons. Now this force is essentially zero for the planets, but for the smaller objects, this photon force, as well as the thermal radiation from the asteroid itself, can make the rotation, tilt, and orbit unpredictable over long periods of time. This is known as the YORP effect, and it could be enhanced with our technology. Now there's been various ideas to wrap part of an asteroid in reflective mylar, or paint part of an asteroid white or silver, and then another part black to maximize the force. Now another really interesting idea is using mass drivers. This would consist of an electromagnetic railgun installed on the surface of the asteroid. 
automated solar-powered rovers would mine the surface of the asteroid and deliver material to the mass driver. It would then accelerate this material into an escape trajectory. With each chunk of material thrown off, the asteroid itself receives a tiny kick in the opposite direction, and this could be used to slowly move it. Now, one additional advantage to this technique is with the right timing, you can send this mined material into more useful orbits for the future. You make the asteroid safer while also mining valuable resources. It's a great idea, in theory. Finally, we talked about impactors earlier in the episode, but you can do this technique in slow motion. Instead of a single catastrophic impact, you could bump against the asteroid with a giant airbag over and over again. This makes things simple because you don't have to be concerned about the orientation of the asteroid itself. Just bump, bounce back, accelerate, and bump again. So which of these ideas is going to work best? Right now, all we have are studies, and planetary astronomers still argue over which one is the best. We need to test them out. We need to send missions to the asteroids, try out the different techniques, and see which one gives us the biggest bang for our buck. Once humanity has finally gotten a handle on this threat, once we can identify dangerous space rocks and move them into safer orbits, we'll have taken one existential threat completely off the table. Of all the ideas for stopping an asteroid, which ones do you prefer? Which technologies should we invest in developing further? And which are just science fiction? Let me know your ideas in the comments. In our next episode, we look at the mighty space launch system and some of its possible goals. What could you use the most powerful rocket ever built for? I'll get into that next time. For our playlist, the asteroid hunting continues. The first video is part one of this series, so if you missed that, check it out. Then, PBS Spacetime takes a crack at stopping asteroids. Haven't actually watched this video, but I trust Matt to do a good job. Bill Nye talks about the problem, a lecture with Neil deGrasse Tyson about stopping asteroids, and then an even longer, more in-depth lecture from NASA. And that starts right now, into more useful orbits for, for the... Uh.